0: The following podcast is for mature audiences only. Anything you hear in this podcast in regards to clips or music, I do not own any of it. All credit absolutely goes to the artist. For anything you may hear in this podcast regarding clips or especially music, it is strictly me trying to promote my love of music. And to hopefully send people towards some new music themselves. If you cannot handle anything in this podcast, which, could, which includes anything serious, raunchy humor, raunchy topics, well, I mean more serious topics, or anything you cannot handle, this podcast is not for you. Sit back, relax, enjoy. Let's rise again together. Previously on State of the Real Union, rise again. Why is Jose Garza even a district attorney? This dude literally fucking went rogue on a case. A case that is so very dear and personal to me. Why is this dude even in charge of our safety? The dude is literally letting criminals back out on the streets. Why? Why? Austin, Texas, if I were you, I would seriously consider electing a different district attorney in 2024. I shit you not jose garza has got to go he has got to be voted out of office if you all want a save for austin you will vote jose garza out of office
1: i'm in the empire business allow me to reintroduce myself yeah, you say, uh oh, yeah, yeah, what are you going to wear, you know, stuff like that, you know, and uh, try to get a little dirty with them. And uh, he doesn't, he's like, oh, whoa, 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 no, stop, stop. Really? Yeah. You you use the psychology of like, okay, if you're going to butt fuck me, what are you going to wear? And then yeah, you I, them out. I think both me and Richard yeah. Christie and right. <laughs> that strategy. <laughs> I remember Rappaport even had a song about you i believe at one point he oh, really God. gave it to you yeah it was like fuck jd was the song if there was-
0: yo jd Harmire, <laughs> you stuttering mumbling cocksucker you this season i'm gonna drop a load on your fat geeky glasses you fuck you J.D. He's the punk bitch. I make him eat my cock like a filet fish No protection from my erection without my dick and jizzle over his spoon collection. Make the more mumble motorboat in my crotch. Get on a webcam and make his girlfriend watch. I'm gonna fuck J.D. That mush mouth eat. I'm gonna fuck J.D. Give him HPV. Who's gonna fuck J.D.? In fantasy.
1: I'm gonna fuck J.D. Make him drink pee. I'm gonna fuck J.D. Make him uh, blow well. me. Who's gonna fuck J.D.? report, that's me. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to fuck So, so you. So you, you called him and said, <laughs> okay, if you're going to fuck me, what are you wearing? And that threw him right off. Yeah, I did, I did through text message uh, and uh, he was like, oh, well. whoa, 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 no, stop that. you know, you're the freak. <laughs> <laughs> it's the AEW world champion of all time. The longest reign as AEW world champion. Defeating some of the name for this industry brian danielson moxley kenny omega but of all the names that i have had to face i was lucky to have survived that'd be you joe samoa joe was his toughest test as AEW world champion when the bell rings joe is very lethal very dangerous the magic grand slam with joe's hands down the deepest waters i've been brought into as world champion here in AEW. what's it going to take to win this world title he just barely beat joe MJF, here at Grand Slam, remains world champion. I've held on to this title now, my title, for well over a year now. And that didn't happen by accident. It happened because I'm the best professional wrestler on the planet, point blank. And at World's End, I'm going to prove it again. Just because you survive a hurricane doesn't mean the wind stops blowing. And I'm coming back for you, Max. I made a promise to my best friend that I would defend those tag titles no matter what until he comes back. MJF! I extend my offer of friendship on one condition. Give me my rematch for the AEW World Championship. MJF accepted the help of Samoa Joe. Joe inside the it's ring! A tip! And now the realization sets in for MJF for the simple price of my championship rematch. You promised this man a championship shot. So, Max, be a man of your word. You got yourself a deal. Samoa Joe versus yours truly for the grandest prize of all the AEW World Championship. And I'm going to deliver the very best MJF to Nassau Coliseum. You see, from now on, you're considered my property, and the thing you're going to learn about my property is people don't touch my property unless I say so, so everywhere you go, I'll be a few steps behind, when you think that you're all alone, don't worry, i got your back, all this worrying you're doing about the devil, well it all goes away today, to the man behind my mask, I am going to find you, and when I'm through with you, the hell I send you to is going to feel like heaven, Anybody is associated with MJF, they could be in jeopardy, they could be a target. When you think that you're all alone, don't worry, I got your back. People don't touch my property unless I say so. Oh, hi! What the hell? The man's been a ring of other tag team champs. No, 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 ah! Joe been working with the devil this whole time. You never saw this coming, Max. You've been worried about a devil. I did it to you. Well, you really needed to be worried about destiny. You're going to find out. I am Samoa Joe. And I am inevitable. Inevitability that I will take everything from you in front of everyone you love. You're not beating me at World 10. That there's one point where you damn sure don't want to be wrestling Maxwell Jacob Friedman, it is on Long Island if you want to take what's mine you're gonna have to put me down when i take from you everything this legacy will begin with the top of the december 30th is not about your legacy december 30th is about mine can max friedman outlast the final boss of this sport one more time you want to beat me for the grandest prize of them all joe the only way that's happening is if hell freezes over is if the world ends
0: You heard it clearly, ladies and gentlemen. We finally have our devil, Adam Cole, as expected. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I am here to say, well done again, Tony Khan, you son of a bitch. You did it again. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of State of the Real Union. Rise again. Y'all know who I am. They call me Sky. They call me Phoenix Knight. They call me Zane Phoenix. They call me Phoenix God. They call me Phoenix Knight 00. That's my gamer tag. Fantasy football God. Music God. Captain of Longhorn Nation. Captain of Mizzou Nation. Captain of Dolphin Nation we're Oh, and King of the Phoenix Empire Wherever you may be listening However you may be listening I appreciate you all for joining me here tonight As usual We value one thing And one thing only on the show And that's feeling what you're feeling Because when you feel what you're feeling You're being real And being real is a very big deal Happy New Year, first of all, everybody. I'm going to start off with that. I am coming to you live, not from the usual desk, but because I have major implications on fantasy football with tonight's Packers and Vikings game, um, I'm not going to do the podcast from our desk. Instead, I'm going to do it where all the magic happens, if you know what I mean. tis tisk. Doing it from the bed, but also because I want to watch this Packers and Vikings game because I really need for the Packers to shut Justin Jefferson down. So, tonight on the show, will the real Austin, Texas, please stand up? I heard about what happened to one of my favorite hangout spots, That is the crowbar. That somebody on purpose lit it on fire. And to me, that breaks my heart. Because I had so many good memories at the crowbar. Especially with the queen. So because of that, that's going to be the main event for what will be the final episode of 2023. Um, We're going to do that. We're also going to do... Um, happy New Year's message at the end of the show. But the first order of business, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing pisses me off more than a lack of communication. If there is one thing that I pride myself in doing, it's Communication. Without good communication, whether it's in relationships, whether it's at work, whether it's doing projects or sports or whatever it is, whatever it is, if you don't have communication, good communication, I just think that it's bullshit, that there is no communication. Boy, oh boy, I have so many stories about communication that I wish I could save them all. But again, I can't because I have to follow certain protocols for now. For how long? That remains to be seen. But for now, I'm going to follow said protocols. The queen even knows that I don't like it when people are shit with communication. I'll give you just a quick example. Nah, you know what? I'll wait because I'm in a decent mood. I'm in a decent mood tonight because A... Later on tonight, we're going to find out um, what time the Dolphins will play the Bills at Hard Rock next week for the number two seed and the AFC East Division title. That's number one. Number two, I finally won the main fantasy football league that has been... Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. By the way, if I get cut off. Okay. By the way, because I have the game on. If I see anything in regards to the Dolphins, I may stop for a second, so I apologize. But, as I was saying, I finally won the one main league that I've never won. The first main fantasy football league that I ever started in. I finally came in and I fucking won that league. And I could not be happier. To come in as the number six seed, basically what I fucking did was pull off the New York Giants 06 Super Bowl against the fucking Patriots. That's what I just pulled off today. Now, the other league that I am in, that I'm also in the championship in, I'm trying to win that one for the third time. So I'm very nervous about that. But I'm also trying to make changes. But again... There are certain things I can't talk about. But here's the point I'm trying to make. I am going to be a nice guy and I'm not going to expose one of those things. Because there's one of them that I do want to expose. But I can't do that. At least not right now. Plus I'm in a decent mood. But here's my point. If there is no communication, how can there be trust? How Can there be trust? Trust at work. Trust at home. Trust with your teammates. Trust with your coworkers. Trust with your partner. Trust with your siblings. Trust with anything. If there is no communication. One of my former managers, I will say this, sucked. With communication. Can't say I'm surprised. But you know what? It's okay. But because of that shit. I. My number one pet peeve. Is a lack of communication. Me personally. Me personally. If something goes on. I am the first to communicate what is going on. Bar none. I'm honest about it. I'm not afraid to be honest about it. But like with other things, people can't handle the truth. Because everybody has their heads so far up their fucking ass. Go figure. Go figure. So I ask myself. If they're not communicating with us. Why should we communicate with them? There is another thing though I will say. And again. I can't go too full into detail right now. Trust me. If I could. I would. And trust me. There will come a time where I will not be afraid to tell even more. But I can't, at least not right now. But here's another thing. I'm going to give a shout out right now to everybody else out there possibly that I know who are starting to see the same bullshit in everyday life But especially the workplace. Where favoritism is basically running the asylum. Why? More and more it just goes to show that it is not about hard work anymore. It is about favoritism and ass-kissing. And clicks. And I'm glad that I am not the only one... Who sees it now? Thank the Lord. I got a quick story for you guys as well. I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine. And I asked him, I said, dude, have you noticed that like it started to become more of a problem where the workplace in general is starting to cater around most of these kids? And he said, Yeah, I see it even more. It's always been a problem, but ever since COVID, it has become even more of a fucking issue. And I'm here to tell you right now that he may be onto something. He may be onto something. And it makes sense. It makes sense for the sole purpose of, you know, ever since COVID, there are a lot of lazy motherfuckers out there who have gotten lazy. And because of the free handouts handed by the federal government, because of all of that stupid bullshit... Nobody wants to work. Meanwhile, we have majority in general... Of kids... Who... And I'm not saying all. I want to make that very clear right now. I am not saying all. There are some that I know personally... That are really good people... And they bust their ass. There are others... That are acquaintances that I know as well. And they bust their ass. But there is a majority of others who plain and simple will do the bare minimum to just get by. They'll align themselves with cliques and basically gain favoritism. Why? This is not high school, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. Yes, it's okay to have people at work that you like. Yes, it's okay to have your friends who you also work with. It's okay. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, there comes a point where it is a little too much. It is. This isn't high school. This is work. Where we all have to come together for a purpose. We all have to come together for a purpose to make money. Now I get it. Some people are there just to get a paycheck. Maybe it's because mommy and daddy won't fucking supply you with money anymore. Maybe that's the case. But the rest of us, we're there trying to build something. Why do we have to turn work in the high school, y'all? Why? Why? It doesn't make sense. Now, again, I wish I could say more about certain examples. But again, I cannot, at least not yet. Down the road, after some things happen, sure, and trust me, I will, but not right now. So that's why I have to generalize the in general aspect of it. Why do we need to have cliques at work? Is it because people didn't have a good high school life? Or a, good, or a good journey to this point Could it be that certain people are still living in Peter Pan land Or diagnosed with Peter Pan syndrome Why is that? And this is happening everywhere I've seen it People I know have seen it People that they've known have seen it. There's stories about it all the time, even from most people in the in general public. Why is that? I don't get it. I pray that in 2024 that that changes. That people get back out there to start working and the in general... Society gets back to what work is all about. And that is working hard. It's coming in, showing up every day, giving it your all, even when you're not 100%. I, that I is one thing that I pray for come 2024. Oh, and good communication too. Period in the story. Anywho, I'm gonna take a quick break. I need to take a piss. Will the real Austin, Texas, please stand up next?
1: This is the beautiful college student found brutally murdered at the University of Texas. 18 year old Haruka Weiser's body was found in a creek near the university's football stadium Tuesday. But her identity has been withheld until today. And this is surveillance video of a man with a bicycle police say they want to interview about Haruka's murder. He is described as a black male, about six feet tall, and riding a red or pink bicycle like this one. A university spokesman says the freshman was murdered with unthinkable brutality. The university president read a heartbreaking statement from the dead girl's family. We are united in prayer for Haruka and for each other. No parent, no brother, nor sister or friend should have to face this kind of sadness, this kind of loss peruca was last seen sunday night and lived at a dorm on campus the grizzly discovery has sent a wave of terror across the campus of 51,000 students female students have been told to be extra vigilant and not to wear earbuds while walking and always walk in pairs ruca is from portland oregon and was studying theater and dance she posted these videos of herself online a charming talented young woman with so much to live for.
2: This memorial located on the University of Texas at Austin's campus is a constant reminder of what happened to 18-year-old UT dance major Haruka Weiser in 2016. It's honestly hard to believe that it's
3: been six years.
2: Six years ago, police say Weiser was sexually assaulted and killed on her way back to her dorm from dance rehearsal. Her convicted killer sentenced in 2018 to life in prison for murder. Joelle McNew started the organization Safe Horns after the incident. She's our reason why. Safe Horns is an organization made up of parents, students, and citizens committed to improving the safety in areas where UT students live. It really became this defining moment for all of us that we had to take
4: action. We had to do something to honor her um, and to let her family know that it, it wasn't okay what happened. And we, have to, we can't bring it back.
3: Drivers really are listening to the advice of officials and staying off the roads. We really haven't seen too many drivers since we've been out here this morning. The majority of the drivers, though, that we are seeing have been on the feeder roads and the service roads. But what makes these driving conditions so dangerous are the snow and the ice. And I want to show you what exactly I mean. If you look down here, this right here is all ice. If you were to try to step on it or walk on it, you would slide, but it's patched right next to all fluffy snow. And that's what makes this so dangerous is that underneath this blanket of snow is all completely ice. And these roads are set to get even more dangerous. So if you can, stay home. Cap Metro has suspended services because of the extreme snow and ice. They say they'll continue to monitor road conditions throughout the day and will resume service if conditions improve. Central Texas Mobility has also announced the closure of their toll roads. However, as of now, toll roads operated by TxDOT are still open, but that's subject to change based on worsening weather conditions.
5: Once upon a time, Austin, Texas, was just a cool, hip, laid-back college town. And now it's not. In this video, we're gonna talk about the ways in which it has changed. Stay tuned. Been called Silicon Hills here in Austin with Google, Amazon, Facebook, Tesla, Dell, all these companies, lots of apartment complexes. And so this is a good thing if you are wanting to come to the greater Austin area and you don't want the city limits, especially with the price tag, Uh, However, it is making the greater Austin area certainly so much different than it used to be for better and worse. Keeping it moving up next, we have the biggest change, of course, that we're all waiting to hear about, and that would be the cost of living in Austin, Texas. So, For the longest time, of course, and even still, the state of Texas has been a place where people like to relocate for that bang for your buck combined with the lack of state income tax. It makes a lot of sense. And so people from not just California, but Florida, New York, Oregon, Washington State, Canada, will come to Texas and start a new. It is pitch black. You can't see anything.
2: This is what the Lady Bird Lake Trail looks like at night. I mean, it
5: is, it gets dark. I mean, there is no lighting.
2: That's what Mitchell Gutierrez has been fighting to change since 2018. He wants lights and cameras installed on this trail. Something he's wanted since his younger brother, Martin, went missing here four years ago. His body found one week later in the lake.
5: People are dying around. Families are just being crushed and devastated through all of this, and something needs to be done.
2: The location where Martin was found is almost the exact same spot 30-year-old Jason John's body was found after he disappeared in early February. The John family had also been searching for a week before receiving the dreaded update.
0: We're still in shock and we're still processing, but at least now we have closure.
2: Mitchell says he reached out to the John family as soon as he heard Jason was missing, seeing similarities in both cases almost immediately.
5: It's the same thing 2 a.m., rainy street on a weekend, went missing.
2: There's no doubt this is a violent encounter, a shooting downtown over the weekend on Seventh and Red River. But some say this video represents more than an isolated case. It's a symbol of chronic crime rampant in downtown Austin. That's what the head of Austin's police union is saying. KView's Jay Wallace looked into the numbers to see if violence in Austin is worse than in other Texas cities.
0: Is 6th Street the most violent place in Texas? It's a question the Austin Police Association posed on its Facebook page earlier today. It's also a topic that came up tonight at the Downtown Austin Alliance Forum.
1: One thing I could almost guarantee you is that it by far is the most dangerous
0: uh, area in the state as far as when it comes to entertainment districts.
3: But we were wondering if this is
0: truly as dangerous as similar areas in Texas. Let's look.
4: We're still working on getting more details from Austin Police after multiple reports of car meetups and street takeovers from overnight. There were calls of illegal takeovers at three locations around the Central Texas area. The first on Research Boulevard in North Austin, then at South Park Meadows Shopping Area, that's near I-35 and Slaughter Lane. And lastly, at the intersection of Barton Springs Road in South Lamar Boulevard. Police haven't released any information about potential arrests just yet, but stay with us on air and online. And this comes as local investigators have made a bigger push to crack down on car meetups and street takeovers in recent months. Back in February, these illegal street racing events shut down three major intersections in Austin. Austin Police and Texas DPS ended up arresting more than two dozen people. DPS created a special street takeover task force. And after the legislative session, Governor Greg Abbott signed two bills into law aimed at stopping street takeovers. One gives law enforcement and prosecutors more tools to go after organized street racing events. The other allows for the immediate removal of cars that are involved.
0: Austin, Texas, what was once a very, very beautiful city, Uh, once was a very, very unique city, a laid back city, a different city, that is, until corporate America took it over. Before I begin with this one, let me just make one thing very, 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 very clear. The Queen and I, we both know people who still live in Austin. The Queen has her doctors in, well, most of them in Austin. The Queen has her acquaintances from the gym in Austin. We have our church people in Austin. I have my father. I have some of me and his friends. Will, Craig, Glenn, Michelle. I have them. I also have former acquaintances of my own who still live in Austin as well. And they they probably still think that Austin is a beautiful city. And that is great. More power to them. But ladies and gentlemen, if anybody thinks... ...that Austin, Texas... ...is what it once was... ...I'm sorry. But it is not. And I'm really doing this after a buildup of things. But recently, I was looking up an article... About why the crowbar actually closed down. And I was very disturbed with what I found out. Apparently somebody lit the crowbar on fire. Some crazy son of a bitch out there lit the crowbar on fire. And that is why I am using my final episode of 2023 of State of the Real Union to do this special. Will the real Austin, Texas, please stand up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. But Austin, Texas has went from good old Austin, Texas to now just another fucking corporate city. A corporate city where it's expensive to live, massive amounts of crime, corrupt politicians um looking at you, kirk Watson I'm um, looking at you, Steve Adler, especially you, Steve Adler, because you fucking ruined the fucking city, but I really started noticing that ever since the winter storm. Shall I tell the story about how the Queen and I, along with most everybody else, had to survive the winter storm of 2021 Well, there were news reports and posts all over social media of the upper class douchebags in Austin? Basically, they got to keep their fucking power on. I think I will. Because I find that shit... Very fucking personal. If a lot of you remember... Back in 2021... Was one of the worst... Natural disasters... In Texas... History. If I didn't hate ice enough... Already... Oh, I hate it even more. I hate heat. I hate fire. But I hate ice more. Because during the heat, you can do something about that. Stay hydrated. Pour water on yourself. Go to a cool place. It's easier to navigate everything. But when it's a fucking deadly winter storm, like it was in 2021... Ice is a silent killer. The Queen and I... Both got injured... During that winter storm. Go figure. When we had Roxy 1 at the time... We were worried... That we were not going to make it. If it wasn't for the Queen's sister... And the Queen's former brother-in-law. We would not have made it. During the winter storm. Our daughter. The late great Roxy I. Would not have survived that winter storm. So to the Queen's sister. And her former brother-in-law. And the Queen's former brother-in-law. God bless you guys. Thank you for giving us and Roxy a safe place to go during that fucking natural disaster. But that's not why I'm telling this story. I'm telling this story because, and by the way, this is not the only fucking thing that I have to say about Austin, Texas. What it is now. The reason why I played those stories from the news From a few years ago. Is to let you all know. That Austin Texas. Has changed. And ladies and gentlemen. Not for the better. Not. For. The. Better. Are there still good things in Austin? Sure. The Queen and I are going to see Madonna in April. At Moody. I love me some Moody Center. That's where my boys play. My beloved Texas basketball plays. We also have the Clock Tower. We also have South Park Meadows. The Queen has the gym. The Queen has Brody and Randall's and Costco. The Queen also has Sentimental Memories in Austin. But if anybody out there is saying, oh, Austin's the greatest fucking city in the world, I'm sorry, but it is not. Not even close. The breaking point with me with this city came during that winter storm. And the fact that our beloved former mayor, Mayor Adler, was in it was in a fucking hotel room with heat and electricity. Doing live broadcast, well, while, while the rest of us were suffering. same fucking thing with the social media post of Westlake having all their fucking power, B caves having all their fucking power, downtown having all their fucking power, the Austin FC soccer stadium having their fucking power. To me, right there, ladies and gentlemen, that says that the city of Austin does not care about the average folk. Basically, they said during that time, if you are not rich, good luck to you. Good luck and fuck off. Or, in the case of Hunger Games, may the odds be ever in your favor that's basically what it did but yet they were asking all of us oh we need rolling blackouts rolling blackouts rolling blackouts rolling blackouts why did we end up losing power but Westlake didn't lose their fucking power B caves didn't lose their fucking power downtown didn't lose the fucking power Q2 not losing the fucking power The soccer stadium wasn't even open yet. It wasn't the fucking MLS season. Why did the soccer stadium need to be lit up like a fucking Christmas tree during one of the deadliest Natural disasters in this state's history. Why? Why? Meanwhile, there are people... There are people... Who fucking lost their lives during that winter storm. There are people who have lost their fucking lives... Is that a city that you want to build a future in if you have a career and you're making bitchin' money? Sure. Sure. If you're in big tech, sure. If you're with Tesla, Amazon, Google, and all that bullshit, sure. But is it a great city anymore for the average folk? No. No. You have a city, and I want to make one thing very clear. I am, once again, I am not a Republican. However, I am not a Democrat either. Because as I've grown up over the past several years, I have seen that both sides of the political aisle fucking suck. Period. Bottom line. You have a city that is ignoring the fucking problem. The homeless population, the homeless crisis is a fucking disaster. Crime is through the fucking roof. The cost of living through the fucking roof. Traffic is a bitch. Why? Why? What doesn't make sense to me is that there are serious situations like the Haruka Weiser murder by Mikael Kreiner. Haruka Weiser, who was just a freshman at UT, got fucking. Murdered. And universities are supposed to be the safest place in the fucking world. The university did something about it. But did the city do something about it? No. It just continues to get worse. South by Southwest... A very dangerous time. I want to say it was Ruben Owens. That one motherfucker. Who. Got super drunk. And he started running over a bunch of people. At South by Southwest back in 2014. Meanwhile. As time goes on. There are more stories every year about shootings in downtown Austin. Shootings during South by Southwest. City doesn't care. South by Southwest doesn't care. They continue to allow it to happen. Why is that? I made made somewhat of a joke. The other day. Where. Let's say it's the mayor's office. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm going to take it one step further. And I'm going to go to Abbott's office. I'm going to take it one step further. And I'm going to use Abbott as an example here. Let's say during South by Southwest. God forbid there was a shooting. God forbid. Forbid, And I got my issues with Abbott on this whole fucking open carry sanctuary bill. But I'll address that another day. Maybe another political episode with my grandpa Lou or maybe one of my friends who does have views on the right. But let's say, for example, there is a God forbid unfortunate shooting in downtown Austin. No, 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 no. I'll do one better. During a Longhorn football game, God forbid, one of the mayor's assistants or Abbott's assistants will go and will be like, Mayor, Mayor, Governor, Governor, I just got news. I just got news, the unfortunate, heartbreaking news that there was a shooting at DKR. Of course, as expected, they'll have the reaction of how many. The assistant says what? The assistant says the number. But when they find out, but we made a hundred grand in sales. What are they going to do? They're going to follow the fucking money. Because capitalism has influenced everything. Then they're gonna be like, oh, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait. That is a perfect example of the shit that has gone on in Austin, Texas. Haruka Weiser, who had her whole future ahead of her, was murdered. Which goes to show a bigger problem throughout the city of Austin. And I got some more shit here in a second. I got some more shit here in a second. Especially regarding a certain piece of shit, district attorney. And I'm talking about you, Mr. Garza. Talking about Jose Garza, District Attorney of Austin. As I was saying, the university did something about it. But the city hasn't done shit. Why? Because the evidence is simple. The evidence Is very, very simple. They're going to follow the money. And the current city economy. Over the last several years. In this godforsaken shithole. Is bringing in money. And unfortunately. Capitalism has taken over. A lot of this society. They're not going to give a shit about the people who elected them. They're going to give a shit about the fucking money. They're going to go where the money goes. Because nothing is ever enough to these fucks. Another thing. I also played a little bit about the situation on Rainy Street. About all the men who unfortunately disappeared. Have you all heard about the rumors of the Rainy Street Killer over the last several months about those guys who had their phone who had their banks robbed from their phone and all that shit and they end up there quote-unquote drunk but they end up drowning in Lady Bird Lake. How is that a coincidence? That doesn't just happen. How the fuck can a drunk motherfucker wander around downtown Austin, bum or fucking butt fuck crowded downtown Austin, all the way from Rainy Street on the east side to Lady Bird Lake, which is on the southwest side of Austin? They're probably too drunk. To call an Uber. They're not gonna magically just walk that long on a Saturday night all the way to fucking rainy or to Lady Bird Lake. But yet the city and the police department, I'm not gonna put the police department fully at fault for this. But the police or I'm sorry, the city. Is all like, there, there's no evidence of foul play. Really? There's no evidence of foul play? I mean, the writing's on the fucking wall. The writing is on the wall. That is an example of people ignoring the problem. Period. Period. That doesn't make sense. To be quite honest with you, that's stupid. That is very fucking stupid. The evidence is there. The evidence is clearly there that there is a criminal on the loose, that there is a fucking serial killer on the loose involved in, in the disappearances on Rainy Street. Think about it for a second. Think about it for a second. Seriously. Another thing, another thing, and this one is very personal to me. Ladies and gentlemen, and anybody and everybody that I know in Austin, Texas, if you want a safer city, you need to start by voting that piece of shit, glory whore, Geeky, four-eyed motherfucker in the district attorney's office, that is Jose Garza. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of people already know this by now. But three years ago, three years ago, the day after Christmas, One of my closest allies and one of my closest friends, Miranda Lopez, was killed in a shooting, in a road rage shooting. On her way home from dinner with her sister, not too far away from her parents' house. These two criminal looking motherfuckers, Jonathan Zavallo and Manuel... And Manuel Huerta. They were out and about. Out and about. Causing trouble. And they were being very irresponsible on the road. Well, Miranda's sister honked at them. Because they were being irresponsible jackasses on the road. Mr. Zavala and Mr. Huerta ended up following them and they ended up shooting at them. And you know what? I'm in a much better place now that I could talk about this without getting angry and without screaming. Because number one, I don't want to make the queen uncomfortable. Number two, again, I'm trying to do this differently. It will have to take a lot to piss me off. As I was saying. Followed them home. They got into a shootout. Because Miranda had a gun to defend herself. Miranda got hit in the head. By one of the criminals bullets, And Miranda was killed. Many months. And a year later. They finally catch. Jonathan Zavala. And Manuel Huerta. But here's the kicker. Did you know... that the district attorney... Mr. Jose Garza... only gave them 15 years... and deportation... when their 15 years are up... for first-degree murder? Which first-degree murder... Is serious because that means you intended to murder somebody. Second degree is in the middle, third degree is insanity. Jonathan Zavala and Manuel Huerta only got fifteen fucking years. Meanwhile, the district attorney didn't even communicate. With Miranda's parents, Rose and junior Didn't even give them a chance to read the victim impact statement in the court. Why is that? Why is that? Could it be... Could it be... That their family members or their wives or whatever, they were pleading with Mr. Garza... They were pleading they were doing the whole oh miho oh miho why why we know you didn't do it (laughs) why why and seriously don't give me that oh miho bullshit not an excuse but at this point it just goes to show a bigger fucking problem. The district attorney won't even prosecute criminals. And if he does, he'll give them pretty much a slap on the wrist worth of a punishment. Again, I am neither Republican nor Democrat. I will call out bullshit on either fucking side. And it was that moment, and the snowstorm, the winter storm. How the city of Austin handled it. Why I had to get me and Nicole the fuck out of there. Now has Sam, or now has Sam Marcus been easy? Not even close. Has it been a little better than Austin? Sure. But has it been easier? Has it been easy? No. But it's a lot better than the stupid bullshit that Austin is going through. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. It's all over the fucking news. It's all over the fucking news. It's all over social media. But yet they don't care about fixing the problems. They don't. The Haruka Weiser situation, the situation with my friend Miranda, and the fact that Mr. Garza is a corrupt, glory-whore scumbag of a district attorney, the winter storm, and more, is my proof in the pudding. The ongoing homeless crisis is also the proof of the pudding. Finally. Finally. Oh, no, wait. I forgot one last thing. The fact that some crazy motherfucker out there burned down the crowbar, which I considered a fucking landmark of Austin, and Graffiti Castle on West 12th Street being torn down. For more condos more condos more condos that's my proof in the pudding which brings me to my last point I get it cities need to grow fine fine good for other cities that's great But you know what? There comes a point where there's immature growth. You can't have your cake and eat it unless you fix the fucking problems. And that city continues to ignore the fucking problems. Now I want to make one thing clear. And I'll get to my final point in a second. Will I admit that the police need to any police officer in general need to help be held accountable for their actions? Yes. But just because a select few are racist doesn't mean that the rest of them are bad. There are some Who are legitimately good people. Who truly care. About protecting. Our communities. The mayor of. Now. Kirk Watson. Is basically. Basically. Refusing. To give the police union. A new contract. Which in turn is fucking up all sorts of police activity in the city of Austin, which it's making it fucking worse. Yes, police need to be held accountable, but defunding the police is not the fucking answer. It's not. It's not. It's what, and that's one of the reasons why, while I'm against Hardcore right wing nut jobs like QAnon and all that bullshit. I'm also against the woke left. Bottom line, I am against the woke left as well as the hardcore right. And there are some people in that city on the woke left who say, oh, we don't need a police force. Bullshit. You will not be saying that if some crazy motherfucker followed you down an alley and fucking raped you and possibly killed you or somebody you loved. You will not be saying that if that happened to you. Right now, you may think, oh, nothing's ever going to happen to me. Yeah, and I said the same fucking thing about the snowstorm. Which, by the way, I'll take a little bit of accountability on that one. Because when it before it actually happened, I was just saying, Oh, this, city, this state has seen snow before. I was wrong on that. And I learned my lesson. Now, granted, media stations like KXAN and Kristen Curry. Yeah, I'm looking at you, dude. Need to not fucking fear-monger and all that bullshit. That I will say. But. As I was saying. To anybody on the left. Hardcore left. Who's, who is woke. Again, I'm not hardcore right. But I damn sure ain't woke left either. But I'll address that another day. But I guarantee fucking to you, you will not say that shit. You will not be saying, oh, we don't need a police force if something like that happened to you or somebody you care about. Period. And I'll use another example. I'm going to go back to the abortion issue for a second. And then I'll close my point, And then I'll make my final point. It is a woman's right to choose what they do with their body. I may not agree with the reasoning, but it's a woman's right to choose what they do with their body. I'll give you an example. God forbid if something happened to the queen, my love was something like that and I wasn't around. And she needed to, to get an abortion. I would support her. Because I don't want to lose her. With her health being on the line. I don't want to do that. But. And I'll use an example. No no no. no. Okay. That's a terrible example. Even though I do mean that. If something. God forbid. If something happened to the queen. Something like that. I would support her in whatever she does. If there was any other reason from anybody else, it depends on the reason. But here's an example. And I'm going to use Abbott again as an example. Governor Abbott cares about his daughter, Audrey, right? Right now, he may be all like, oh, an abortion should be illegal. I guarantee you. I guarantee you all right now, if his precious baby girl, Audrey, who who is an adult now, if she was a fucking victim of this rape, he would not be saying that. If her health was on the line because of rape, he would not be saying that. He would secretly be trying to get her an abortion in secret. Hands fucking down. Bottom line. It's an example like that. And finally, 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 why do we need to tear landmarks down that, may, that have made Austin great? Why do we need to tear Graffiti Castle on West 12th down? Why? We didn't need to tear a graffiti castle just to build more condos. There don't need to be discussions about condos being built on Town Lake or Lady Bird Lake. No. There don't need to be conversations about some of the places like the crowbar not being op- not being able to open back up, even though it was a result of some crazy motherfucker out there who decided to burn it down. There don't need to be discussions about Dirty Martins, which has been there since the 19 fucking thirties to be torn down. To make an underground capital metro subway. Those are what make Austin great. Why do we need to tear them down? Why? Because the more landmarks along with the other things that I have listed here tonight. That get torn down. It just goes to show... That Austin, Texas is now just another corporate city. Sure, there are people who may still love it there. More power to you. More power to you. But, how long is it going to take before more landmarks start being torn down for more condos... And the fucking property tax gets more and more and more and more risen. And more tragedies like the Haruka Weiser situation. For people to realize that this isn't just good old Austin, Texas anymore. This, this right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is now just another corporate city in America. How long is it going to take? How long is it going to take? We may never know. Because until some serious changes happen, like voting Jose Garza out of office, which I encourage everyone that I know in Austin to do, Or anybody that I know who knows people who live in Austin to do, that's how you're gonna get a step towards a better Austin. How long is it going to take? You may never know. But I hope we do know. I hope we do know. Before it's too late. Because of everything to this point it's why I always call Texas Texafornia why because fuck California Seriously fuck California This is not California This is Texas period Period. Anywho, I'm going to take another break when we come back. I am going to give a final message of 2023 to bring in the new year. So I'm going to do that and then I'm going to relax. Final closing of 2023 to bring in 2024. Next. wanted my attention okay well now I'm getting mixed signals Ah! stay here Jerry oh time to kick ass gonna need a soundtrack ship favorites playlist track one all right fine no wrong answers Tell me where you get your cookies at We can all walk out of here alive
1: D.E.A. Cookies? Fortune cookies You're not here about our gang, citywide meth ring? What? No, break the laws They shouldn't exist anyway (laughs) Wow. I am embarrassed. Uh, Me too. (laughs) Sorry about uh, these dead guys. Comes with the territory. So where do you get your cookies? Same distributor as everyone else. That's their truck out back.
5: Solid. Okay, I'm going to take the truck in exchange for not turning you in.
0: back, everybody. I hope everyone enjoyed the last segment. It was a real as a get segment, but it needed to be done. I did have plans to originally um, kind of not finish up yet with calling out, yes, unfortunately, of my mother. Like I did in the last episode of uh, last week or a week and a half ago. But because it's the new year and it's New Year's Eve, I wanted to kind of give a New Year's message and to kind of do a recap. I don't know if I did this yet, um, but in case I didn't, I'm going to do it again. And if I didn't, then it's going to be more sentimental, especially since it's tonight. So... We are about 3 hours and 40 minutes away from 2024. First of all, I want to wish you all once again a very special Happy New Year's. Um, Many blessings to you all in 2024. So I'm going to close the final episode of 2023 out with this because big things are coming up in 2024 especially because I now just got up to now 12 followers today as of today and we are just beginning first of all to those 12 people I appreciate you guys so much you have no idea whatever happens going forward you guys are my OGs I will make sure I will make sure that that is known always, that you guys are my OGs. So a very special happy Thanksgiving to you guys, first and foremost. Of course, along with the number one person in my life, my love, my best friend, my soulmate, my, my true right hand, that is my amazing queen, Nicole, and the mother of our two pet babies. Roxy the second and Mario. Even though she's probably listening to this out in the living room. I feel like saying it right here anyways. So baby. I love you. A happy new year to you. And to everyone else that I know. A very special happy new year to you guys as well. So. As we close down 2023. I will say this. Has it been perfect? No, not even close. Has it been better than it's been the last several years? You're damn right. I survived a very major surgery. I pretty much survived near death because of the surgery and because of the pneumonia. And because of that. It has given me a new purpose. It has given me new meaning. Will things be perfect? No. Will there be challenges? Absolutely. Am I going to be toxic positivity? Hell no. Absolutely not. Get the fuck out of here with any toxic positivity bullshit. But am I going to do things a little differently while still be me absolutely absolutely this year I've undergone some personal growth where I did needed to mature on some things but I also know I needed to not beat around the bush and to take a stand for what I believe in all in all especially with the recent trip of Miami which the queen and I We'll do a recap episode on very soon. Probably sometime in the next couple of weeks in the new year. And what better way than possibly the first episode of 2024 to be Me and the Queens recap. Miami recap. And I got to tell you, that was by far an amazing experience. So to close it out with this, in 2024... I hope to accomplish more things than I ever have before, starting with this podcast, which is why, again, I wanted to give a shout out to my 12 supporters so far, including my people, including the queen, most importantly. Um, I hope to make some personal changes to help make me more money as well, whatever that is. I don't know yet Yes, again, one last time Will there be challenges? Absolutely But ever since this year Ever since this past year And yes, maybe it's the Zoloft talking Yes, I am on Zoloft I'm not afraid to admit But ever since this year Although There are certain things I am not going to change And I will always take a stand for what I believe in I hope to do some things a little bit differently. And then finally, finally, I just pray and I hope everyone has a very, very much better 2024 where things change for the better in this world. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to close. I appreciate you all. I appreciate all of the support so far. Um, again, Nicole, if you're listening to this baby, which you are out in the living room, um, just I love you. I love our pet babies. You are the reason why I keep going every day. And you are the reason why I'm trying to, or one of the top reasons why I'm trying to build this. And to everyone else out there, I hope you all have a very blessed 2024 I hope your New Year's resolutions Comes true My New Year's resolution is to not Have a New Year's resolution I think you'll figure out why Because it's best to not have Expectations Will I still stand for what I believe in Absolutely But what I will say My motto for 2024 Is Push over no more Come 2024 2024 Happy New Year, everybody. I love you all very much. I appreciate you guys. Um, As always, uh, please leave a review and a rating and let me know what I can do to do better. And um, peace and love and many blessings in 2024. I will see you all soon. And I will see you all next year. Happy New Year, everybody. Peace and love, and I'll see you all in 2024. Till then, everybody, peace and love. And now here's Tokyo. See you all in 2024. here. Uh, Thank you all for listening to my podcast today. Um, If you like what you've heard, uh, please leave a review. Rate me five stars. I can use all the help I can get. Um, But if there's anything I can improve on, um, still leave a review. Let me know what I can do to um, do better. Um, Again, I cannot do this without your guys' help. Spread the word. Spread the love, spread the realness. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you all very soon.
1: Allow me to reintroduce
0: myself. I'm in the empire business.